I'm Mindy Peterson, and this is Enhanced Life with Music, a holistic look at music's effect on our everyday lives. Here at Enhanced Life with Music, we talk quite a bit about music's unique ability to bring people together. We've had scientists and researchers on the show explaining the science behind how music rewires the brain and enhances human bonding and affects chemical levels, including oxytocin and dopamine. I recently learned about an app that has a really unique way of bringing the world together through the medium of music. It is an app that encourages people to create, not just consume music, and to create music together. It has a name that makes me smile, Smule, <laughs> and I have Smule's CEO with me here today through the wonders of technology. Jeff Smith is a lifelong musician and longtime Silicon Valley entrepreneur. Jeff started Smule in 2008 with a vision to bring music back to its roots as a creative participatory medium. Jeff has multiple degrees from Stanford University in computer science and music, including a PhD in computer-based music and acoustics. Welcome to Enhance Life with Music, Jeff. Well, thank you. Jeff, Smule taps the technology of the smartphone to help people make music and make music together. How do you describe the Smule app to people? I'm sure you have this explanation down to a science. <laughs> Explain to listeners what Smule is. Well, our primary application, Smule, allows people to sing songs together with others. So uh, imagine walking into an application and picking your favorite song and having preloaded a recording of the song, maybe an acoustic version, maybe a different type of instrumental version. But then imagine choosing a partner with whom to sing the song. <laughs> and what if your partner comes from a different region of the world, has a different language? That's part of this Mule experience. And then imagine having chosen that partner that you say, click record, and the application says, hi, it's your partner's turn to sing. And then you watch them sing the song. And then it says, now it's your turn. And then, all right, now it's time for you to sing together. And you see the two of you on the iPhone or Android phone screen singing a song. And when you finish, you can say, all right, do you want us to clean up the audio? <laughs> do you want us to apply your favorite filter? <laughs> or do you want us to put in some different effects? Would you like it to look like it's snowing when you're singing the first chorus? And do you want it to look like you're by the fireside when you're singing the second chorus? And would you like the acoustic environment to reflect that scene? That's also available with a simple click of the button. And then up your song goes, it's merged, and now you have this recording in the cloud that you could share on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube, or with your friend. Or just keep as a song you've created with your friends. Yeah. So that's, that's the longer version, but the short version is it's an app that makes it easy for people to sing songs together and recreate, create recordings. Now, as you were describing that, I guess I was realizing, oh, this, this happens in real time then, where you're creating these duets together in real time. It's not just I upload a recording and I choose to merge it with this person's recording. Is that right? It's both. Okay. Yeah, you can go real time, and that's pretty fun. Or you can take turns and have one person create a version of the recording uploaded and then have the second person come in, join that recording, in which case we'll then fuse the two together like a magic recording 
studio up in the sky. <laughs> and then down comes a version that's, that's really quite elegant of how we've taken a lot of time and attention to make the audio quality incredibly good, even coming off of an iPhone or Android phone microphone, doing a lot of work to have the video clear, but also understanding how the music works and so how we could format the relationship between the two parts or the four parts or the 20 parts, depending on the song. But I think the key insight is what we're trying to do is, as you mentioned, bring music back to its roots as a creative participatory medium. Mm -hmm. But I think what we're also trying to do from an application standpoint is find that magical intersection between creative expression and accessibility. Mm. And I think those are the two almost poles that sometimes go in conflict with one another because if we think about expression, I think the violin, for example, is one of the most expressive instruments in the world. But for most of us, it's not so easy to pull horsehair over sheep gut and make it sound good. <laughs> so it wins on the creative expression, but on the accessibility side, it has some challenges. Uh -huh. You flip that over. I had a person demonstrate a product to me the other day where they said, I'm using AI and all you need to do is put in three notes and then we will compose a song for you. Uh -huh. It's so simple. My cat can create a <laughs> recording. And then he asked, would you like to hear the recording my cat created? And my answer was, I'm not sure. I'm not sure I want to hear that recording. And so that would be an example of a product that's extremely accessible, but perhaps not particularly expressive. And so what we're trying to do with Smule is find a way to make it really accessible to bring all kinds of people into this creative process, but yet not limit the expression side. In fact, allow people to go as deep as they want on being expressive. Well, when you talk about that accessibility, the other piece of that that is just so clear to me as a huge bonus of Smule is people can access this anytime, any place. It could be 3 a.m. my time, and I could be still awake because I'm a night owl or right. just not able to sleep or what, you know, whatever. And I could log in and be singing duets with somebody in a different part of the world. There's going to be somebody on it at any part yeah. at any point in time. So in terms yeah. of geographic region, in terms of time zones, there's no restrictions there, but then also it's completely accessible to any level of experience and musical yeah. background. Yes. So you could be a professional vocalist or you could yeah. be someone who has never sung before except maybe in a karaoke bar and you can yes. you can enjoy this app yes you can and i think you make a good point it's always on and so we have people singing in their cars on their train rides to work i think that's amusing for other people around them <laughs> um you know on on average our users spend an hour a day singing songs in our product. Oh, wow. It's a significant amount of time. And you're right, the access is, is anytime, anywhere, and pretty much with anyone who might come in and join you. Uh, but what's interesting about the accessibility is, is that you know, most musicians practice. Most musicians have a score. <laughs> most musicians have a band or somebody else to back them up. They're not mm -hmm. just going solo. Mm -hmm. And so 
part of what we've done is we've translated all of those things through via our community to offer all of those same services through our app. So you don't have to hire a band. Band's already hired. Recording's there. You don't have to figure out the lyrics. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll supply those to you. Um, if you're afraid you don't want to sing the whole song alone, well, just jump in and join the chorus, and then we're going to give you that partner to to be the anchor on the song if you want them to yeah. be the anchor. So users um, can either pick their own partner or just right. be paired with someone randomly? Yeah, you can go off and create your own song and then decide how many partners you want to have join you. So that's the more experienced user would do that. The less experienced user is just going to browse and say, here's the song I want. Here's the person who's already sung it, who's got an open invitation for Mm -hmm. me to join. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to come in and join them. Maybe I'll sing the chorus, or maybe I'm just going to come in on the bridge. We even have people that say, nah, I'm not going to sing. I'm just going to dance. (laughs) (laughs) Or I'm going to film my dog barking or something. That's possible too. But but the access is there because we've, we've set all of those things up for you. And we've sure. given you all those things. Um, so we have a catalog of, gosh, 15 million different songs oh, wow. in, in every language, uh, multiple different versions of songs. It's all readily curated and available for you to choose from. And wow. that goes a long way in making it accessible. But I think also being able to turn on these fun filters to change how you look or to change how you sound... <laughs> go a long way in inviting people to come in and give it a try. Sure. I remember during my PhD when we were doing Smule, I was also studying voice and I, I studied piano, I still do. And I remember going into my voice teacher and apologizing to him for what we'd done at Smule, creating this application where anybody could just join any part and they could turn on any filter. And so I wondered if I was putting the voice teaching institution out of business in the process, but in fact, we're not. We're just encouraging people just to dabble, have a little fun, uh-huh. and realize there's that creative side that exists really in all of us. Yeah. And then see if, can you take the next step? Can you go a little bit deeper? Um, and, and, and maybe you end up then joining a choir, or maybe you end up you know, you know, singing along with a band. Sure. All of these actions are great, but it is kind of fun how we've thought about how to make it really as accessible as possible. Yeah, well, another accessibility factor that I'm thinking about as you're talking about these filters is I'm sure this breakdown breaks down all inhibitions that people have about mm-hmm. singing. I mean, most people are not going to get up on a open mic stage in a bar mm-hmm. or a restaurant and just start singing. Right. But, you know, they'll record themselves and, and right. maybe apply some filters. And, hey, if right. you can even change, disguise the way you look, nobody yes. even needs to know who it is. That's right. So, I mean, there's really no barrier in terms of the inhibitions. You mentioned most vocalists or instrumentalists, musicians practice. Is there, and you mentioned the the vocal lessons, is there any kind of an aspect within Smule where you can sort of practice and get feedback, some kind of lessons? How do I get better? Yeah, it's implicit. It's not explicit. Although there are members of our community that through our app are offering lessons. Oh, okay. That are literally engaging with you, singing along with you, giving you feedback. And then we, there's even a panel in an app where, in the app where you could see some of the premier vocal instructors giving you examples of how they've approached voice, breathing, 
enunciation. So all of that's kind of packed into the content, but for the most part, it's it's implicit. And you know, we'll give you feedback on how well you're you're hitting pitches. Although I'm going to qualify that and tell you that doesn't always tell you whether you're a good singer or not. Um, <laughs> I can vouch for that. I have a right. pitch, but I don't right. have a beautiful vo- singing voice. <laughs> right. Well, and, and there's more to pitch, so but table that, and then. We'll allow our community to give you feedback, um, comments, of course, hearting your performance, even virtual gifts. So there's a lot of good feedback loops. What we find, what's interesting is that in places like Japan, people will do a lot of iterations before they'll hit that save recording button. Mm. Whereas in a place like Brazil, it's more of a, I'm just going to go for it and huh. it'll be this authentic thing. <laughs> Let's oh, see how it comes out. So there are different cultural shifts on who's going to iterate more and who's going to use the app to practice forces. They're just going to go in and uh-huh. have fun and sure. be less inhibited. Well, I agree with what you said to your prof about, or, or what you thought about what you said, that you're, yeah. you're not putting people out of business and the more accessible we can make music to the masses, the better. I'm curious what your prof had to say. He laughed. Okay. <laughs> he, yeah, he, this is Greg Waite, who's a fabulous musician and ran uh, the Memorial Church Choir and several other choirs at Stanford. He laughed. He okay. laughed at me. <laughs> um, but, the, you know, I think our, our hope is that let's bring music back to where it was before this Edison guy invented the recording cylinder. I mean, what was music like back pre, say, 1871? or the turn of the century, the last century, I'm reminded almost of the movement from Charles Ives Alcott's uh, Concord Sonata, the Alcott's, where you're imagining you're walking down the street of Concord and you hear Bronson and Louisa May both playing these Scottish airs on the piano, and then you hear them singing a a song together, Mm -hmm. and then you hear somebody banging away at Beethoven's Fifth and getting through some of it, and just imagining what that scene would be like as you're listening to the Alcott's home. But I think that's perhaps representative of where we all were with music before the era of the recording. Mm. If you wanted to uh, experience music, you needed to be there, or you needed to participate. And it, it, it created a very different dimension of how we experienced music. And I guess our hope, our belief, our hope is, is that that didn't really change with recording. Sure, we had a lot more access to all kinds of fantastic recordings. And I'm a student of the early recordings. But while we have access to that, there's still this opportunity for us to test out your vocal pipes and through singing have this connection with mm-hmm. other people, allow you to explore different ideas, different emotions, mm-hmm. different time settings. I feel like that's pretty important to who we are as people. And mm-hmm. maybe we didn't prioritize that much. Maybe our musical literacy suffered a bit over the past hundred years of recordings. But I think there's an opportunity now, ironically, with technology again, to bring people back in and allow them to tap into their creative side, their expressive side, and, and through this medium of art, forge connections with people across their yeah. communities or world. Yeah, well, I just love that social aspect of it and how it is bringing, the, the Smule is bringing people together from all over the world. I'm a big fan of Michael Franti, and he has a saying that there's no one you wouldn't love if you knew their story. Mm-hmm. And part of bringing the world together is just being in contact and being exposed to people who are from different 
cultures and different parts of the world and, and getting to know them and getting to know their stories. So I love that social aspect of, of the app. This is a quick break for our sponsor, Rollflex. If you're a regular listener of this show, you've probably heard me talk about my Rollflex Pro. It played a significant role in healing my repetitive use injuries, and I have continued to use it every day for years, both to prevent injuries and because it feels so good. The Rollflex Pro is a foam roller tool with clam-shaped arms that provide leverage to adjust the pressure to whatever you like or can tolerate. I use it mainly on my arms and in the neck shoulder area, but it can be used on any body part because of how it's designed. I highly recommend it. As I mentioned, I've been using the Rollflex daily for years and recently signed up as an affiliate. So you can help support the show at no extra cost to you by purchasing through my link in the show notes. The Rollflex is eligible for reimbursement from flexible spending accounts and HSAs. It's also eligible for medical insurance reimbursement in certain situations. More information is on the Rollflex website. This is Bob Bender, host of the Business Side of Music podcast. Check out our show where we talk about all things related to the music industry. We laugh, we share memories, we discuss what's worked and what didn't work. Our industry is always evolving and can never be locked inside a box. From the rookie fresh off the bus to the well-seasoned professional wondering which new direction to take their career, our show covers all the bases. Join us as we chase this elusive animal we like to call the music industry. Check us out at businesssideofmusic.com. Now, with Smule, you can sing a solo, you can sing a duet, you can join a group performance. Mm-hmm. How big of a group performance or ensemble is the app set up to use? You mentioned 20-some people participating in a group. How, how big can you get? Oh, it, it, we've had big ones. After we've had like a natural catastrophe over in Asia, we had somebody create a version of uh, Lean On Me. And we had thousands of people across the globe joining it. So just as a gesture of support. So Mm. that's possible. A typical group, though, I would say would be between 4 and 12. And gosh, some of those groups are really skilled in how they use the app and how they mix the different parts coming together. Mm. It's really impressive what they do. But yeah, group recordings are really fun. Most people, however, who are using the app for the first time will just come in and join a duet. They'll join a song that somebody else has started and Mm -hmm. they'll just sing a few parts. And that's usually the icebreaker there. Maybe one interesting point to make here on this whole notion of uh, accessibility and inhibition is what we find is that most people who are singing songs are not doing that with friends they know. In fact, mm. they're discovering new people through music mm. on the app. And they almost feel more comfortable singing with a so-called stranger than mm. it, they are with yeah. somebody who's a friend in sure. life. And, and then over yeah. time, they get more comfortable and then they start sharing more music with people who are actual connections in their life. But it's a really different way of how these social connections are forged. It's, it's through the music that people are uh-huh. discovering one another. Sure. Is the is the app used in school settings at all? I'm sure with the pandemic, your use of this app has just exploded. Has it been used in community choirs or school settings? Yeah, yeah. We're used in lots of schools. 
we always we have programs to fund and support that to give more student access to the content. Of course, you know, we being a member of the music industry, we are paying royalties to the people who compose the songs. Mm-hmm. So we do have a cost. We try to make that very manageable mm-hmm. in instances where we're trying to expand our reach into education, but we do have programs to do that. Um, and yes, the pandemic has encouraged more people to use our app. In fact, if you went back a year ago in March, we could tell you exactly when each country was locking down based on our data, um, uh, literally to the hour. Wow. And so we could tell you when Italy locked down, when Spain locked down, when France locked down. And wow. we would see the metrics on our app usage fundamentally change in those yeah. regions due to that activity. Um, and so, you know, this pandemic's tough. And mm-hmm. my, my heart goes out to all of the people who have suffered, lost a loved one. I really have so much pride and humility for the people who are in emergency rooms, who the people are finding creative ways to keep classrooms over open. Um, but yeah, we've played our own small part in this process of allowing people to enjoy music when they're alone mm-hmm. and to enjoy music with other people when they're yeah. alone. Our emotional health, I think we're finding is is really a critical thing to keep our eyes on. And that's one of the magical things that art has, I think, to offer us, especially during these these dark times. Oh, definitely. Well, I could see this app really transforming musical programs when they have to be shut down by the pandemic. I'm just wondering how many music programs and schools and community choirs are aware of it. Yeah. Are, are any programs or, or individuals using the app to upload themselves or record themselves playing an instrument versus singing? You mentioned someone recording a dog barking. <laughs> are, people, are people playing like flute solos and, you know, playing yes. duets, you know, flute yes. with violin or whatever? Yes, all the time. All the time. Oh, okay. I, I've done that too. I've recorded piano pieces and invited people to join um, the piano. So I'm ah. not singing, I'm, I'm playing. And has this been used with a band or orchestra setting? Yeah. You know, when you get into band, there's there's some complex dynamics, as you know, to have the band working together. So the real-time mm-hmm. thing, not really viable with more than two people because of latency, this yep. basic problem of how fast electrons can travel across right. the globe. But um, and, and we take it for granted how much nuance there is in just me looking at you if we're in the same room when we're playing together yeah. and how that allows us to have this really precise timing and expression. So those are tough. But if you get into this, um, the layered where somebody's recording and then somebody else comes in and records and somebody else comes in and records and then it's fused together on the, in the cloud on our servers, that works pretty well. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we do see quite a few instances of that. But I would say by far what's most popular is singing, is the voice. And even my piano teacher back in college, I remember studying this Beethoven, uh, um, the first piano concerto, is playing the second movement. And he stops when he goes, Dear Jeff, sing what you just played. And I said, well, I can't. He goes, yes, that's my point. So, <laughs> so, so let's try to sing it together. Let's think about how you're breathing, how you're going to take a little bit of time with this leap. You're not just going to bounce on it. Um, 
And, and so we sang it together and then we played it together. And, and that's, that's why I studied voice myself is to try to understand how to become a better pianist. But mm. to your question, it's mostly voice, which to me is the purest expression of our soul singing. Mm. Well, another aspect of the app that I just have to mention before we run out of time is you can also create music with top artists on the Smule app and Disney characters. So if we had more time, I'd love to have you tell us more about that. But Demi Lovato, Ed Sheeran, Charlie Pluth, the Maui, the demigod from Disney, all of these characters and, and artists are involved in the Smule app. And so you can, you can interact with your favorite fan and sing duets with them on the app. The other thing I wanted to quick mention is Smule also has an auto rap product, an app that converts words to rap. And I understand it corrects bad rapping. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So it, it, it does correct bad rapping. And as you know, as I know, there's a lot of bad rapping out there. I am one example of, of a bad rapper. But yeah, it uses very sophisticated signal processing technology to take a spoken word, add either a melodic contour to it, um, literally by shifting pitch around, and or adjusting the timing to align key syllables and meter with a beat. And so we figured out how to do that. That came out of a lab of Stanford and Georgia Tech. Oh. Um, but it works really well. And it's an example of allowing us to have a product that's initially more accessible, so people can test this out. <laughs> and then, so if you're over, white, a white yeah. suburban kid, you can explore your yeah. gritty side through this. Yeah, app. well, let's let's just say the app's very popular in places like Sandy, Utah, and Scottsdale, Arizona. <laughs> Uh, well, in closing, I always ask guests to close out our conversation with what I call a coda, a musical moment, by sharing a song or a story about a moment that music enhanced your life. And I'm actually, wanna, I want to ask you a question that we didn't quite get time to, and this would be a perfect coda. I read that Smule unexpectedly became a tool for one man to manage his clinical depression by literally singing his blues away. And science backs up that physiological changes that can come by singing, especially when you're singing with others. Are you aware of any other stories where Smule activity has brought some unique ways of enhancing lives with music? Yes, we have fallen soldiers recording songs in the Middle East and other parts of the world. We have autistic children or disabled children using recordings um, as a way to communicate and to develop the art. We have thousands of examples of those that are, to me, very touching and very inspirational about what, what's possible when you allow people to create songs together. Mm. So, yeah. Uh, so, you're asking about the coda? <laughs> yeah. Well, there's so many songs. Like right now, I'm working on um, Brahms' um, Opus 76 piano. And the number two is a really tough piece going. You know, I was working on this the other day with my professor over at Stanford, where uh, you're supposed to get uh, lighter and lighter and um, sweet in the most difficult technical section of the piece. <laughs> so that's certainly top of mind. But if you, if something that's inspirational to me, and uh, I'll forgive the indulgence because I'm going to reveal here that I'm not a soloist, that it really is a choir voice. But I'll even give you a few bars of a song that really was transitional, transformational to me. 
in my perspective of who I was and and how I kind of fit into our world. Uh-huh. So this is this oh, is unchained, unchained Johnny Cash. Here goes. I have been ungrateful. I've been unwise. Restless from the cradle. Now I realize it's so hard to see the rainbow through glasses dark as these. Maybe I'll be able from down on on my knees. Oh, I am weak, and oh, I know I am vain. Take this weight from me, let my spirit be unchained. Oh, beautiful. I was thinking about your comment as you were singing about how the voice is really that purest expression yeah. of of who we are in our soul. And that was beautiful. Thank you so well, much. Choir voice, but just showing that even the, those of us who feel very vulnerable and haven't really mastered singing, yeah, there's something really magical and beautiful about sharing yes. songs. Love that. Okay, I want to respect your time, but can you tell us, like, super, super quick how you came up with the name Smule? <laughs> <laughs> well, I did, and our co-founder, who is a professor of computer music, Dr. Ga Wong, he came up with the term Smule, and it's an abbreviation of sonic mule, sonic, sound, mule, uh-huh. conveyance, so the conveyance of sound. Uh-huh. But he liked how it made a funny sound, and he felt that... Being a company about sound and about reducing inhibition, that we can't take ourselves too seriously. Uh-huh. And hence, you know, a kind of funny, quirky name that makes an unusual sound when you pronounce it. That this uh-huh. was representative of this platform we're creating where we don't want people to be inhibition. We want them to be able to express things, but we also don't feel like we need to take ourselves too seriously along the way. Uh, well, you totally accomplished that with that, <laughs> with that name. I love it. <laughs> like I said in the introduction, just the name makes me smile. Yep, yep. Uh, well, thank you so much for creating this app and putting it out into the world. I think it's brilliant. And thanks for your time talking to with us today about it. I'm sure you'll get a lot of users um, with listeners listening to this. My pleasure, Mindy. Thanks for what you're doing with for music. I appreciate it. I would love to hear about your experience with Smule, whether you use it for personal use or any school or educational setting. You can connect with me on email, social media, or my website. All links are in today's show notes at mpetersonmusic.com slash podcast slash episode 85. Thank you so much for joining me today. Until next week, may your life be enhanced with music.